This episode of BevNet's Taste Radio is powered by Cognizin. Find your focus. Cognizin, an industry-leading nootropic for work, exercise, gaming, or every day. Cognizin is the gold standard for focus, mental energy, and comprehensive brain health in your functional beverage. Give your customers the best ingredient for brain health with Cognizin. Learn more at Cognizin.com. Hey folks, thanks for tuning into Taste Radio, the number one podcast for the food and beverage industry. I'm Ray Latif, the editor and producer of Taste Radio, and I'm here with my show co-hosts, John Craven, Jackie Brugliera, and Mike Schneider. Just a reminder, if you like what you hear on Taste Radio, please share the podcast with friends and colleagues. And of course, we would love it if you could review us on the Apple Podcasts app or your listening platform of choice. Perhaps... If people listen to us on the podcast and then review us, or at least review the podcast on Apple Podcasts, they can come out here to BevNet headquarters and use this amazing new <laughs> boudoir-style room that we're recording in and will be recording in for future episodes of the podcast. Now, when I say we, I mean John Craven, me, and Mike. Unfortunately, Jackie is still in San Diego. You're stuck out there. If you were only to like, come out here to freezing cold Boston, you could be in the room with us, Jackie. Yeah, Nate hasn't perfected the teleporter yet. It's still sometimes, you know, you end up in, in the wrong spot. So yeah. we'll get we'll get you there. <laughs> I know. Do you have a fireplace in there? It feels like you should have a fireplace. We should, we should have a fireplace want. in here. But I think uh, uh, Newton, the town of Newton, frowns upon fireplaces in a in a basement like this. So. In a commercial environment. Yeah, I think, I think that's exactly <laughs> yeah, it's right. It's kind of like a speakeasy sort of vibe we've got going on here. Maybe like... Um, I don't know. John kind of likes Death & Co. I'm sure that was somewhat of the inspiration for this room. Yes, the famous cocktail bar <laughs> with uh, that's based in New York City. But yeah, I mean, for folks who are not watching the video, we have uh, black soundproofing across the walls. And it's but sophisticated black soundproofing. It's not like, you know, some like nasty studio. We have three cameras in front of us. Uh, we've got Nate, who's our uh, Minister of Photographic Arts. I think this is your <laughs> official title, running the board. And yeah, it's a very cocktaily vibe. We're sitting on velour green chairs. These must have cost what, ten thousand a piece, John? Um, <laughs> they were on sale at Wayfair. Uh, <laughs> they feel really nice. Yeah, they're nothing but the best, right? <laughs> yes, All yes. About the I'm not over Minister of Photographic Arts yet. I love it. Nate, yeah. you should have asked for that title instead of Director of Photography, which is your actual title. Oh, is it? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Anyway, um, you know, I think I actually saw these chairs or similar chairs like this in Las Vegas. And I was in Las Vegas uh, the past couple of days for the 2023 Winter Fancy Food Show. Now, uh, this is the first time I've been to the show in Las Vegas, previously been held in San Francisco, but it's the second year running for Sin City and well, a fancy food show in Sin City. And, uh, you know, I was, I was, I was wondering like, what's this going to be like, what's this going to feel like, but the vibe was actually great, very reminiscent of previous events. And I think actually, frankly, I underestimated the show because I thought it was going to be a little bit quieter. I thought with, um, you know, some concerns about the economy, people might stay away or they're just like a little wary of going to Las Vegas in January. Like it's just not necessarily the place that I think a lot of people think of when they're thinking about traveling. But lots of energy, lots of excitement. I heard only good things from exhibitors that I was speaking with. Early stage entrepreneurs seemed to be really happy with the retail presence that was at the show, which was great to see as well. So 
All that being said, I'm excited for folks that attended and exhibited and, you know, I guess don't judge a book by its cover, even if it's Las Vegas. Now, uh, John, Jackie, and Mike, you guys didn't attend, but uh, I did for bring rubbing ba- it in, right? I, 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 know. Yeah. I did bring back a bunch <laughs> of goodies that I could share with you guys and, what? Vir- and virtually with Jackie. Um, yeah. So I'm going to pop them out in a second. Did you just say, I'm going to share goodies with you? Oh, this is just like the old days. I love it. Because he's forced to. He's I, in close proximity. I don't. <laughs> I mean, and it's the fancy food show, so I assume it's nothing but the finest meats and cheeses. See, again, you know, I think that's the stigma. It's, you know, but it's not like that. I think there's... Well, no, those were the old days. Yeah, those were the old days, shows. for sure. Yeah. For sure. As I pull out this bag here, there was quite a bit to see. I was very, very excited. And it's probably the, the biggest highlight of my show to meet and sit down with Stephanie Izard from The Girl and the Goat. She is a very well-known chef. She has restaurants in Chicago and Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. I've you, been to The Girl and the Goat. Have you? Yes. Fantastic place. Unbelievable from what I've heard. Place. I haven't no, had no, an it is. It's an experience. It's packed. When you go in there, you can just, you know, you feel the energy. And then, and then somehow it just quiets down when the food arrives, somehow. Oh. I don't understand what's happening there. I think you're just like zeroed in on the food experience. It, it was awesome. Well, that's how you know you have really good food if no one's talking, right? Because yeah, right. they're just like <laughs> stuffing their faces with good food. Yeah. Yeah. Many people know Stephanie. Lots of oohs and ahs. <laughs> Lots of oohs and ahs. Lots of people know Stephanie from Top Chef. She actually won that television competition in, uh, I think it was 2008, season four of the show, but she's since gone on to do a lot of great things with her restaurants. She's also the founder of a consumer brand called This Little Goat. Now I'm holding in my hand a tiny pouch of their Hong Kong spiced pecans. This is not actually a product that they sell, but uh, it does use some of the ingredients or some of the products that this little goat markets, including marinades, spices. They have a new chili crunch line, which was really awesome as well. I actually got to sample some of her food at the booth, which was fantastic. But just talking to her about how she's gone about, you know, sort of transitioning from, or not really transitioning, but adding a consumer brand to everything else that she does uh, was really awesome. Uh, we sat down for a little over a half an hour, and that interview is going to be featured in an episode in a couple of weeks from now. So uh, please stay tuned for that. Does anyone want these pecans? Yeah, with, let's yeah, have some snacks. There you go. <laughs> uh, I made sure to Roll try over. to bring. Yeah, <laughs> this this bag is a little. You're the I mean, it's it's like, hey Ray, <laughs> look like what we found in your bag. bag. <laughs> yeah, it it does it does uh, resemble that size of bag that one might hold powders and such. Hmm. Tasty. Nice and spiced. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Right now, I'd like to thank our sponsor for this episode of Taste Radio. That's Cognizant. Cognizant is a clinically tested nootropic ingredient that delivers a patented form of citicoline to support your brain with the energy it needs to stay sharp. Check them out at Cognizant.com. I also uh, was able to meet with the founders of a brand called Nuffs. N-U-F-S, which is a Canada-based brand of superfood bites and crackers made with no natural or artificial flavors, no fake sugars, and no preservatives or additives. Sat down with uh, Jess and Christine in the booth, I'm sorry, in the press room at the Fancy Food Show, and they shared with me some of their new crackers. These crackers are fantastic. They had an everything bagel flavor cracker, and these are their hot honey flavored crackers. That looks like a secret vial, so pass that you over definitely, here. So I ate... <laughs> okay, so <laughs> folks can't see this, but it's a was it full? Uh, it was full. Ray <laughs> ate about a pound of these it's, already. It's, it's a plastic bin <laughs> well, of crackers, and I, I am embarrassed to say that uh, 
All right, share the cracker love down I this probably way. had half. Oh, what are you embarrassed about? Half of those. No, I, I had half of those like when I got back to my hotel room and I just like sat on the bed watching TV and ate about half that. It looked like those, snacks, um, so. uh, like Sounds amazing. Uh, chicken crisp they snacks. They do. Yeah. Mm. I'm surprised any of them made it back. Yeah, they're really great restraint. Yeah, huh. it was really, really good. Just a kiss of spice. Yeah, you eat the cracker, mm -hmm. but you don't actually feel the spice until about six to eight. And they were very specific yeah, it about, comes it, about later. Six, to sec, six to eight seconds later. And I think people are like, when they sample and they do, they do demos at markets and whatnot, people are like, oh, you said this was hot honey, but I'm not getting the, the, the heat. Yeah, I'm not getting the hot. Oh, and then all of a sudden, exactly. Oh. Exactly. <laughs> That's what is. happens. It's kind yeah. of reminiscent of that time Mike did edibles where he just kept eating them, eating them, <laughs> waiting for it to kick in. <laughs> then, oh. Can we get through a sure single episode of Taste Radio without talking about how Mike was like, you know, stoned out of his mind? Nope. The things we got to talk so about. Iconic. Mike being stoned out of his mind. Yep. We did that. Got to talk about Man U and uh, Arsenal. We didn't do that. Well, you we're going to get to that for sure. Mike may be There's making a latte or messing something right. up. Right. Uh, mm -hmm. Ray not sharing snacks. We right. already hit that. No, so, we yeah, didn't. I'm, yeah, I'm no, no. Okay. He made a comment. Oh, these oh, are the ingredients okay. for a successful yeah. podcast yeah. here. Okay. This is the episode when Ray shares all. Speaking of which, Ray did walk in. And start trolling me about the match this weekend. We did. We just weren't recording it. Right. So. Before we get to that, let's get the chili chews. <laughs> okay. I did have some of these along with the hot honey crackers from Nuff's. And so that was like double spice action. Chili chews is a brand of gourmet gummies dusted oh, with no. chili powder. <laughs> <laughs> they okay. are so addictive. I, I don't know if addictive begins to describe. It's fantastic. So. Maybe we can put some of those in that little plastic pouch that you just had, John. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See how, how that works. <laughs> the dust. Yeah. yeah. Comes back around. So they were very kind to give me a bunch of their products. They were slammed. They were very, very busy at their booth, but uh, they were kind enough to make some some time for old Ray here, which was very <laughs> hey, kind yeah. of them. Um, old Ray. Yeah. So it was interesting. So last year, Chrissy Teigen and John Legend, the model slash entrepreneur Chrissy Teigen and the musician John Legend, who are married, actually attended the Winter Fancy Food Show and I guess one of their... I'm glad you differentiated from my neighbors, John Legend and Christine. <laughs> Thank you. And one of their representatives who was attending this show, I uh, told them about Chili Chews, and they were like, you need to come see this brand. And they were in Las Vegas, and so they came out, and they decided to do a partnership with Chrissy Teigen's lifestyle brand called Cravings. And so this was the result of it. It was a pineapple mango variety. It's Chili Chews X, which I guess means times, hmm. or works with Cravings. So they're planning on doing another one, which is really cool. And uh, the all watermelon right. bites. I'm going to try the watermelon bites. Yeah, I'm going in. Nice oh, first go. of all, let's because we can now look at the package. All right. So first, I mean, this is what it is. It's really nice packaging. Chili chews is like flying out at you. The peppers, they're Fresno so peppers on the front, telling you, look, this is this is going to be a bit dangerous. But there's that watermelon that's super nice and friendly. Okay. Mm -hmm. well, you try the watermelon ones. Those oh. are really good. DNS. DNS means does not suck. Does not suck. You can use that as a hashtag. Yeah, it's kind of like a fancy. People uh, ask me every time I post that on Instagram. It means does not suck. Exactly. This, this is like a fancy uh, adult-oriented gummy bear. Yeah, exactly. Oh my god, look at this! The amount of spice in this bag is just so spicy. Wait, how much? It's THC? insane. Yeah, <laughs> I should have asked. Okay, maybe I, I said dusted with chili powder. It's probably more like. Yeah, what's like the spice level on a one to There's 10. zero THC in these, right? <laughs> the spice level, I zero would say, THC. Jackie, is, is actually it's a little mm. bit like the hot honey crackers that we just had from Nuff's, where it's like you get a lot of that good spice, but it's not too, too hot. But it's very easy mm -hmm. to eat an entire bag. So once you do that, then you're going to be, you have a bunch of chili powder in your stomach. So that These are pretty uh, good. <laughs> yeah. 
I like that. And who knows watermelon what happens after Watermelon's good. <laughs> watermelon's really good. The pineapple mango is good too. Yeah, that's why I, I love the watermelon one. It's great. Mm-hmm. If only we had some Latini with us. Uh, Latini is a newish brand of sunflower seed based milks. They have three varieties an original, an unsweetened, and a chocolate. The mouthfeel and viscosity were fantastic. It's a lot like whole milk, actually. It was really, really good. And I think that's, for me, where I think a lot of plant-based milks fall off. You don't want to compromise, and people have been, I think, compromising with a lot of plant-based analogs to the quote-unquote real thing. But Latina, you don't have to do that. And it's just a fantastic product. They really nailed the formulation. I'll be the judge of that. Latina, could you please send to... Yeah, well, 65, see, <laughs> well, okay, well, we should, we should mention that. I, obviously, I couldn't bring these with me because um, mm-hmm. I believe they're shelf-stable, but just that would be too much. But um, I did ask a lot of folks, particularly beverage brands, if they could ship us samples, and they were very happy to do so. And I think sometimes people hear us say, please send us some samples. They think, you know, we're just hoarding, like, food and, you know. We're, we're definitely hoarding food. We're definitely yeah, hoarding, we're definitely hoarding yeah. food. That's not true. <laughs> but that's but not the case. But we do talk Ray about might the be hoarding and take pictures of it. Yeah, but that's the thing. You know, I think we're asking for samples so that we can highlight it on, you know, BevNet and Nosh and on Taste Radio. And we also take photos, you know, our Minister of Photographic Arts. <laughs> he has a whole studio where he takes photos of all the samples that come in. And uh, we do do we do feature them in roundups. We do post all, all that content on social media too. So uh, when we do ask to send samples, there is a, a feature the brand kind of element to everything mm-hmm. that we do. So if you have an opportunity, please send some samples to BevNet at 65 Chapel Street, Newton, Mass. 02458. Is that correct? That's right. Yes. There yeah, we go. It's a good chance for a little increased awareness and two cents from. You know, a couple of people have maybe had a few beverages and a few snacks. Jackie's chomping at the yeah. bit to talk about the San Diego office. I mean, office like, don't yeah, forget about the San there, Diego crew. <laughs> <laughs> I have another address for you. Send it to 2645 Financial Court Suite D, San Diego, California, 92117. We do have a crew of 10 crew members over here, some of the social media team. So we definitely love to try as well and get you onto our stories. Well, you have easier access to a brand called Bitchin' Sauce because they're based out there mm. in San Diego. Now, I know they're nationally yeah, distributed, my favorite. I'm sure if you knocked on their manufacturing, the door of their manufacturing facility and were like, hey, we're from BevNet and Nosh and Taste Radio, that might be inclined to open the door. You never know. They might yeah, call security. Was, uh... they'll, probably, they'll probably call <laughs> they security. Might, yeah. It, also, it probably depends out. on who it is. Yeah, if Jackie me, knocked on the door, gonna... they, would, they would definitely open it up. If it was Landis knocking on the door, they'd be like, <laughs> Call the army, you know, or like what's it, the navy. The navy's out there. The navy. <laughs> Call the navy. Yeah, I was. Um, I was stalking your Instagram story, and I saw that they have some new flavors, including they... dill pickle and penang. Dill pickle is one of my favorite flavors, so I want to try it. <laughs> yeah, dill pickle, penang, and then hatch chili is coming out too. Mm. And uh, they said they're coming out this year. They don't have a, a specific date for when they are launching, but. Uh, there was a ton of excitement about those flavors. And they already have a huge lineup of flavors. What do they have, Jackie? Like, you know, at least 10 or 12 flavors at this point? Yeah, 700 flavors. I mean, they have a lot. I mean, the OG, like they have their Chipotle, which they sell in Costco. And then they have just a million different flavors now. And they're all quality. They're all really good. Absolutely. Um, but it's cool to keep seeing them like evolve. Yeah. I didn't mention that uh, Bitchin' Sauce is a brand of almond-based dips probably like what five or six ingredients per variety, really fresh tasting, like really good for you, or at least I, I don't know if I can say good for you, but better for you. 
They're tasty. And yes, very, mm-hmm. very tasty. That's and really the most versatile too. They taste really good. You can use them for as dips. You can probably use them as sauces or marinades as well. So fantastic stuff. I actually sat down with the founder star in LA Edwards in a past episode of Taste Radio that was titled The Bitchin' Way to Build an Iconic <laughs> Brand. Hey, folks, stay tuned till the end of this episode for a bonus interview with industry veteran David Sandler, who shares an insider's perspective on one of the most in-demand functional ingredients of 2024. Speaking of recent episodes of Taste Radio, it was great to see Maxime Pouvreau, who is the founder of Petit Pot, or as some people call it, Petit Pot. Petit Pot? Yeah, but he says Petit Pot, so mm-hmm. I say Petit Pot. Uh, it's a maker of uh, organic premium single-serve puddings. They make so it so good. Uh, and just Speaking an, of things that taste good. Yeah, incredible stuff. <laughs> they actually have a new line of single-serve desserts that they're launching, uh, I think they said in March or April, and they're launching nationally with Whole Foods, and that includes a cheesecake, a strawberry cheesecake, and a creme brulee. Oh my gosh, it's yes. hard enough to get through the chocolate. I mean, they're, they're, they're the tiny. The pudding you're talking the about. The chocolate pudding, they're yeah. so tiny. But they're so rich, like one spoonful is enough to just make you just feel satiated. And yeah. then you go for more and you, you're like, wow, that's enough. Well, that's, the, I mean, that's the whole point. You, you know, there's small, I don't uh-huh. know, I think it's probably two ounce pots, glass pots of mm-hmm. pudding. And that's this whole thing. It's like, you just want a little sweet. You don't want something that's just going to overwhelm you, especially yeah. if you just had a big meal. And that's, I guess, French culture in a nutshell. It's like, you're not trying to overdo it. You just have a little snack, a little, little dessert after a particular meal. Yeah, but meal. you're trying to indulge, just not overindulge. Because yeah. you want each of yeah. those each of those spoonfuls to just, I don't know, knock your socks off, and they do. Yeah. I'm actually interested to see how much, how, how satiating the uh, cheesecake and uh, creme brulee are. Because those are kind of heavier kinds of desserts, for oh, yeah. sure. Yeah. I'm mm-hmm. expecting those to be next level. Yeah. yeah uh, that booth amazing. was swarmed when I visited, too. There were... and. I saw investors, I saw retailers, I saw exhibitors, I saw people just trying to grab stuff. It was, they were pretty busy for sure. Also slammed was the Three Spirit booth. Three Spirit oh. uh, is a UK-based company mm. that markets botanical elixirs and non-alcoholic analog uh, wine analogs. They're making some pretty significant inroads in the United States. They're uh, sold and carried by a lot of really high-end bars and restaurants and I got to tell you, this was the first time I tried their wines, and I think they've had them for a little bit, but they mm-hmm. just recently underwent a package revamp, or at least a label revamp. Yeah, they look a lot better now. Yeah. Really, mm-hmm. really good. Uh, they have two varieties. One is called Spark, and one is called Sharp. I believe the Spark one is the one that has a little bit of caffeine in it. I mean, you can't taste it, but these products were so delicious. And I think, you know, with wine in particular, it's really hard to do a non-alcoholic variety. And these weren't, I guess, you know, I don't even know if like grape was the primary ingredient. I should probably know that or look that up. But these were just great tasting beverages that you could use as an alternative to wine. I don't think you'd be missing anything. And Mm -hmm. again, I think that kind of approach where you don't feel like there's any kind of compromise, you feel like you're actually having something that could replace that wine or that wine experience is sort of the holy grail for all of Mm -hmm. non-alc spirits, wine and beer. And uh, yeah, they really knocked it out of the park. You can have as much as you want and you don't end up like spinning around like Anthony. <laughs> That's a Manchester United reference, folks. Barf. <laughs> would you say um, Would you say it's a one-to-one like experience? Like you wouldn't even notice that it's not wine? Because I know with a lot of non-elk, that's the challenge is making the flavor 
hit the same notes as the alcoholic option. I mean, that stuff's definitely different. I mean, it's not like athletic is pretty damn close to real beer. Right. I haven't found a non-alk wine that is like literally just replicating the same experience. I mean, I think the closest thing you'd probably get would just be grape juice, honestly. But like, yeah, Mm -hmm. those, I mean, the three spirit products, they had those um, at uh, Expo East as well. And yeah, they've they've come a long way for sure. And kind of neat that like, it feels like they're almost like getting their own identity a bit, um, or it feels like a credible like alcohol replacement, but it still is something that feels different and unique, I guess, pros and cons to that, of course. Yeah. Yeah. When we we went to the UK and we got to meet them and test some of their earlier product, the new stuff, the, the packaging certainly come a long way. And I just remember them and, and Everleaf as being two of my very favorite non-alk beverages and just like hoping that, you know, the industry would move in the, in the direction that they have, because they really have done a good job of trying to replace the experience without the impact. Yeah. And, you know, to your point, John, I think in grape juice is probably the, the easiest comparison to a lot of wine. And I think some of the non-alcoholic varieties that I've tried out there or non-alcoholic brands I've tried out there do taste more like grape juice than, than well, wine. Well, to clarify that mm-hmm. also, I'm saying like, you know, there have been companies that produce like single varietal grape juice right. with grapes that are typically used in like, you know, California wine. And like, yeah, I mean, that will, grape juice from Chardonnay grapes will kind of taste like Chardonnay, totally different. But I just mm-hmm. meant purely from the like flavor of the grape, you know, like I haven't seen anything in a non-alk form that just straight up translates that way. Yeah. Right. You're not, you're not mistaking it for Zinfandel anytime soon. No. Well, I was yeah. talking to one of the founders <laughs> about that and I think there's some brands out there that are de-alcoholizing. Is that mm-hmm. the word? Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. That's been out there for a while. Yeah. yeah. But you're definitely losing some of the flavor because interestingly enough, the alcohol actually does add some flavor notes right. or at least. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Anyway, long story short, if you haven't had an opportunity, if you do have an opportunity to try the Three Spirits, I think they call it Alt Wine, please do. It's a, it's a really, really great product. Staying on the beverage front for a sec, uh, it was really great to see the founder of Soda Bosa, which is a Brazilian-inspired uh, soda brand, Denis de Tobel. Denis! is the founder, fantastic guy. He has partnered up with a brand called True Roots Brewing Company, which is a maker of mixologist-inspired mixers and sodas. The brand markets uh, a bunch of products, including three different varieties of ginger beer, one of which is sugar-free, and that product is really good. And I think people have been looking for a sugar-free ginger soda or beer for a long time, and I think True Roots has really nailed it. I think they've done a fantastic job with it. We've got to try that. Yeah, it's really good. Is mm-hmm. it one of the ginger beers that like hits you in the face? Like yeah. punches you with ginger? Yep. It's definitely spicy. They use, I believe, erythritol and I want to say stevia as the as the uh, sweeteners in that product. And I know there's a lot of people that don't like either of those ingredients. However, Yeah, the sweetener th- packs are getting better though. They are getting better. And I think this is another one of those examples of People don't want to taste something drastically different or even a little different than the quote-unquote real thing. This is pretty darn close. I would say like, you know, if ginger beer is like 
100. This is like regular ginger beer. Their regular ginger beer in particular is like 100. This is probably like a 97 in terms of closeness. It was huh. really impressive. Not bad. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Denis and, and the uh, co-founders of True Roots have also partnered on a new co-packing facility in Los Angeles. It's called BevPack LA. They're working with a number of early stage brands on small runs and limited time offerings. So uh, interesting to hear them talk about that as well. Lastly, and I don't know why I left this to the end, because this is one of my favorite parts of the Fancy Food Show. Uh, it was great to visit their incubator sort of area. I think they used to call it incubator village. I don't think that's the term they use nowadays, but um, they uh, typically highlight incubators from all over the country and their members as well, or at least several of their members. I stopped by and, and met with the folks from the Hatchery Chicago, actually did an interview with uh, their director, Natalie Schmulik for Taste Radio, stay tuned for that. And then also Oregon State University's Food Innovation Center, where I caught up with Ben Bacon, the Benjamin Bacon, who's the founder of Lentiful. Lentiful, as you know, as we've talked about on the show, makes instant lentil meals. You just add water, stir it in microwave, or you can just add hot water in, uh, in these little cups. Wait, did, did you actually age in reverse in front of you, or? Oh, Wait, no, that's Benjamin Button, sorry. Oh, uh, loud. <laughs> you know, in terms of dad joke, that jokes, that was a dad dope. That wasn't even dad, dad joke. That was a dad dope. <laughs> That's when it's not yes. a good joke. Yeah. Got it in there. <laughs> Along with Lentiful, I also was able to meet with the folks from Portland Salt Company, which, as you might guess, is a brand of salts based in Portland. And they have some really outstanding varieties. They're three flagship varieties. If, if you can have three. Can you have three flagship? Of sure. Yeah. Have as sure, many as you can want. now. Okay. Yeah. But they make these artisan blends for, you know, they, they say these are specific uses, but I think you can use them for a variety of um, foods. But they have a steak salt made for steak, Jackie, sorry, no steak for you. Uh, <laughs> they have a pita salt, but they're going to rename this, I think, za'atar salt. Yeah, that, that, I was guessing that was some za'atar. Good idea. There. Yeah, good idea. That looks pretty tasty. It's made with thyme, sumac, sesame seeds, coriander, and cumin, which are the ingredients Yum. that you use for za'atar. And I forgot to mention the salt that they use is harvested from the Pacific, uh, specifically in the Pacific Northwest. So it's Pacific Northwest sea salt. And then last but not least, they have a toast sugar variety. When if you, everyone, anyone remembers like making cinnamon toast growing up, you put some toast, you slather it with butter, and then you put some cinnamon and sugar. That's what this is for. And I tried all of them and they're all fantastic. Really cool brand. And uh, it was really nice to meet the like founders as well. That was like a new cooking with Ray. That was a good recipe there, Ray. You like that? Yeah, quick one. Yeah. Uh, not too far away from the folks at uh, the Oregon State University Food Innovation Center area. That was a, that was a mouthful. Were our friends from Mojave Malos. Yay! Uh, nice. Folks might remember Mojave Malos from the Nosh Pitch Slam at uh, Nosh Live Winter 2022. They are makers of gourmet marshmallows that are made with agave and dates. Love the new packaging. Yeah, so they just introduced this new packaging, which is a pouch format in, I think, this is recyclable or um, compostable paper. If I was going to pick some nits, I'd say that from far back, Mojave Mallows doesn't quite pop out as much as I'd want it to. I'd, I'd probably uh, suggest outlining these, the, the lettering here. But I mean, this is a, a big step up from what we had before. But here, I'm going to let John Craven okay. rip into live these. Live taste test. Yes, yeah, live taste go. test. Get Mojave all the Mellows. ASMR going here. Quick. 
Yeah. Well, You're not supposed to, ASMR I, doesn't include grunting. Yes, it does. No, it doesn't. Sure, it does. <laughs> it doesn't. Hmm. Did you sit on these, Ray? Oh, God. No, I didn't sit on them. That's, jeez. ASMR. Okay, you know what? Hmm. Just to make it clear, they were probably a little flattened because they were in my yeah, suitcase. So hmm. they, Ray had them in his pocket. No, I don't want people to think that. Back I, pocket. No, Ray, just... Ray preemptively just stomps on the snacks and oh, shares them. out loud. Uh, <laughs> Anyway, I'm pretty sure that's all I have from the show. Um, that was quite a bit, actually. But that was a lot. Thank you. Yeah, for yeah. And thank great, you right? so thank much you. to uh, all the founders that I met at the show. Just your enthusiasm, your passion for the industry, your excitement for you know sharing your food with others, your food and beverages with others was really contagious. I had a lot of fun at that show. If you work in the food and beverage industry and you're serious about growing your team, make sure to check out the Bevna and Nosh job boards. To get the most bang for your buck, purchase a package and receive a discount. Head to bevnet.com or nosh.com and click on job board at the top. Now, while I was there, it looks like you guys got some new products that uh, you've been sipping on here. And Jackie, I'm sure you've been doing the same in sunny San Diego. So in the office, we have a new SKU from Motto. So Motto, they had one SKU, it was sparkling matcha, um, and they're evolving their platform to be, you know, better for you, sparkling teas. So this is sparkling rooibos, mm -hmm. um, which is cool to see. I know that they've spent a long time in just developing this product. They, you know, really take quality and sourcing as like key values of theirs. So it's great to see a new SKU, love their packaging. Um, Have you tasted I love it yet, their Jackie? sparkling matcha. I haven't tasted it yet. Should Go I taste it? Go for a live tasting. Air? Yeah, because yeah. it is good. <laughs> while, you're popping, taste that. while you're popping that open, I just want to note, like, you used to see more rooibos teas on the market. And I feel like, um, I don't know why they've, they've been less of them. I, 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 I love rooibos. You just don't hear a lot of... They come and go. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't seem to be as trendy as it was. Yeah. No, but I, it's like a lot of herbal teas. They're still just in education and... Yeah. I don't know. Rooibos is that tea like that... It hits heavy, but it's not caffeinated. So you aren't getting your butt kicked by it, but you get like the oomph that you want. It's also hard to pronounce rooibos if you yeah. don't know how to rooibos. pronounce it. What do you think, Jackie? It's delicious. Yeah, I feel like this is like a great almost soda alternative. It's a little bit sweet and it's, yeah, it's really flavorful. Nice. It's good. Mike, you've got like what three different beverages? I in got front a few of you. things here. I've got Gorgy first, uh, which says energy drink with benefits, but I think it's the energy drink for gorgeous people. So I'm not sure why they sent it to me, but it's a uh, um, five calories, 150 milligrams of green tea, caffeine, no sugar, L-theanine, biotin, B6, B12. It says no nasties, no aspartame, no ar artificial flavors. I mean. It's an energy drink without the energy drink taste. I've had a few of these now, and this one is Sparkling Peachy Keen, by the way. Uh, I also have Sparkling Watermelon Crush, if anybody wants to try. And uh, I think, you know, functionally, it's not like a kick you in the face, kind of give you the jitters kind of energy. It's a really nice, clean energy that I did not crash from or haven't crashed from yet. Is Gorgies short for gorgeous? Is that what it is? I'm sure it is, right? Because okay. look... Yes, G O R G I E. Right. Yeah. Gorgy. Okay. I don't know how I forgot to mention this. This is one more thing I want to mention from the Fancy Food Show. And I did talk about this brand at Expo East as well. And it's called I Eat My Greens. And they make soup. They make a line of refrigerated soups that are packaged in 20 ounce pouches. I'm pretty sure I mentioned this before, 
but this is the best soup I've ever had in my life. It is <laughs> just slays every other at least wow. well, at least packaged yeah at least packaged food brands. It slays anything you've ever had before, and they just launched a new variety that is a black bean and chipotle with cacao soup. Now I know that all sounds like it's you know kind of maybe weird ingredients to stick together, but it was so darn good. I mean, but everything they make is amazing. And they are, I eat my greens. They're launching with a national retailer sometime in March or April. They're not able, they weren't able to share the exact uh, uh, retailer with me, but uh, that's coming soon. I'm not surprised because this is fantastic stuff. So well done. I eat my greens. We've also got some new stuff here from Siren Shrub Company. It's an apple cider vinegar beverage. This one happens to be carbonated, but they don't have to be according to Ray Latif. So, uh, <laughs> and everybody. Um, this one is basil sparkling shrub, which I haven't tried yet. I did try basil the, or basil, basil, you can say it either way. And then also, uh, they, they sent us a coffee variety, which I did try this morning. And I'll say that it was interesting. Son of a gun. Okay. So the coffee variety. So we actually featured the founders of Siren Shrub mm -hmm. in a recent episode of Elevator Talk. Yes. And this coffee variety that they had was so intriguing to me. Do we have another one upstairs? I think we do okay, have good. another upstairs. Possible. I uh, actually, I, I called, I asked them about that because I was like, coffee and a shrub? It is product? definitely an acquired taste, Ray. I mean, I, it was like, you know, the Reese's peanut butter cup before it was a Reese's peanut butter cup. I was like, oh, your coffee, my shrub, put them together. And yeah. I don't think it has quite the same impact. Well, they work with a local coffee company. They're based in, mm -hmm. uh, not Minneapolis, Wisconsin. They're... I want to say the coffee company's called Ruby. Okay, that sounds familiar. Um, but we can we can fact check that and cut that if it's not true. Yes. <laughs> and I mean, it's a quality product. I just don't know, you know, how much apple cider vinegar and coffee flavor I can take together as a purist, you know, <laughs> okay. so. Fair enough. Jackie, what, what's that you got? Yeah, I have um, another tea. It's called Space Tea. Oh. Um, oh, Space Tea, yay. Tasty. You yeah. know where I first saw that? I first Airline. saw that in New Orleans, actually. No, really? Yeah, I'm pretty sure really? I saw it. Yeah, yeah. Random. Maybe I'm uh -huh. wrong. Maybe it was, maybe it was something Jackie, else. Too many cocktails. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, I found at my local grocer, and they claim to be the world's first mushroom tea plus lemonade. It tastes like an Arnold Palmer. So it is black tea and like a lemonade mixture. It's brewed with reishi and lion's mane. To me, it comes off as like an energy drink. The fact that it has a tea base and that, that they have a reishi and lion's mane, which is for cognitive health and performance. I would say it's a little bit confusing though, just because when you go to the back, it says created to drink on your journey. It has some like psychedelic mushrooms on the front. I think it could be a little confusing yeah, as far yeah. as a little bit. Are there magic mushrooms in this? <laughs> What's the function of this? Am I supposed to trip? Is this supposed to give me energy? Is like this supposed to be? We've said this before, Jackie, but people keep yeah. doing it, you know, where the, the psychedelic yeah. question's always there when there's a mushroom product. Yeah. And it, there's also like no call-outs as far as caffeine or the actual function. They just really lead with the fact that there's mushrooms in this. So for someone like me that loves mushrooms, I'm going to grab it. But for someone that still doesn't know the functions of these specific mushrooms, they might be confused. So I think they could do a little bit better job of that. But the flavor is definitely approachable and something that's mainstream. Like everyone knows what an Arnold Palmer tastes like. 
So that makes mushrooms more approachable, but I think it just needs to come together on the packaging. On the back of pack though. Yeah. Cause like, I think still putting all the, trying to put all the functions of mushrooms on front of pack, like saying this one does this, this one does that, you know, it's yeah. still kind of difficult. And I think if you say that it's a mushroom beverage, people are going to expect some yeah. kind of benefit, turn it around and yeah. maybe pick I up think the even benefit. Just leading, even leading with like energy or like cognitive health sure. or something that's more general. Whereas right now they're leading with the ingredients. Yeah, that makes sense. I wonder if the founders of Space Tea have played Space Team. We should play Space Team on the podcast. <laughs> That'd be funny. I don't even know what you're talking about. But <laughs> you got to see this I, I do like I do like that Jackie had the question of, am I supposed to trip? Because if that's a question <laughs> that your consumers are asking of your brand, you probably need to do something a little different. Yeah. Well, the same way we had the same question with Papadelics, remember? Because it's they've got the same kind of kitsch. And I think they use it to draw you. I think we decided that they use it to draw you in. And then you're mm-hmm. you're not disappointed by eating them for sure. You just you're not you're not gonna trip. Yeah. I do want to mention one more brand as I trip over myself over here. And that is a brand called Sweet Nothings. Sweet Nothings is a maker of frozen, ready-to-eat healthy smoothies. Oh yum. Yeah. Made from organic fruits, nuts, and uh, seeds. Their flagship products are these 3.5 ounce cups of smoothies. And in the cap or underneath the cap there, they have like spoons that you can use as well. So you really don't need anything except to just take these out of the freezer for a short time and you'll have a great start to your day or a great snack in the afternoon. Um, The one I'm holding in my hand is their mango variety. This one has no added sugar. It's plant-based. It's made with mangoes, bananas, cashews, dates, chia, and flax. Mike? Since you're in the sharing mood, I will also Thank be in you, the sharing Ray. mood. You can Appreciate have that, that. As well. I can't wait to try this. Ooh, mango. Yeah. They also market squeezable smoothies. These are <laughs> yes. awesome. They Those come, are cute. Yeah, they <laughs> they uh, they come in they come in tubes. Uh, they have no added sugar, they're plant-based, they're dairy-free organic. They come in packs of six, six two fluid ounce tubes. And what I really like about these, they're made for kids. They have no nuts. They're entirely allergen free, which is great for kids if they want to take them, you know, for sort of a play date or even take these to school. I don't know if you'd be able to take these to school because they do need to be frozen, but I love these. And this this particular variety is their strawberry one, strawberries, water, bananas, dates, beets, ground chia, and lemon juice. And again, all this is organic. That's really, interesting because the the variety that I have in my hand here, the spoonable smoothie is not allergen free. That's, that's cashew. Right. So cashew the, butter. Their kids line is intended to be allergen free and is made in a very in a separate facility. Their sweet cool. no, their, the flagship line is is um very cool. Yeah, made separately. Yeah. So cool. Really good stuff. Sweet nothings. Well done. All right. That was quite the episode, I would say. A lot packed in there. And uh, yeah. thank you all for listening. As always, for questions, comments, ideas for future podcasts, please send us an email to ask at tasteradio.com. Our audio engineer for Taste Radio is Joe Cratchy. Our technical director is Joshua Pratt. And our video editor is Ryan Galang. On behalf of the entire Taste Radio team, thank you for listening. And of course, we will talk to you next time. Hey folks, it's Ray with Taste Radio. Right now, I'm honored to be sitting down with David Sandler, an industry consultant working with Kiwahako. David, great to see you. Hey, great to see you guys. David, you've been in this business, the beverage business, for over 20 years. 
You've been working on functional beverages for quite some time as well. And I'd love to hear from you about that term because it's an often used term in industry. But what is a functional beverage? As far as, you know, its category, a lot of things fit in it. And mostly it has to do with sort of the overall way it can benefit the human body to some effect that you wouldn't normally derive regularly without some nutritional support. But more so, it seems to be used in the category of like mood, relaxation, or some other type of performance benefit that you might get, say, to improve athletic ability or fitness or health aspects. So we're seeing a lot now of products coming out that fit that mold where you're talking about more mood, relaxation, even hydration, and then having energy for performance or for health. There are a lot of benefits that can be described as functional, but within this umbrella of functional beverages, could you talk about the growth of the category and where it's going in 2024 and beyond? Well, it seems like the growth is uh, never ending. And it seems like single serve RTDs are still on the rise. Energy drinks are still plowing through. They seem to be continually increasing. Now what we're seeing, though, is an attempt to try to add some other additional benefits to energy drinks, including hydration and, you know, focus, mood, and just better overall feeling. And we're starting to see other health benefits being added to some of these drinks as well. Let's talk about one functional ingredient in particular, that's Cognizant, which is an ingredient that I have a lot of love and respect for. But talk about Cognizant and what makes it a leading nootropic. Well, one, you come with uh, years and years of experience from the makers, uh, Hiwahako. They just have such great processes and really stellar research and very solid scrutiny behind their ingredients that they do work with and promote. And so from there, you know you're going to get something that's that's really you know first class. We talk a lot about having better focus in today's workplace or today's environment where there's so many factors that are going on. This ingredient seems to really shine. Its data shows unparalleled performance. And uh, for myself as a user, and a formulator, it's finding its place in many of the drinks that I am working on where I'm trying to enhance focus, enhance mood, and improve cognition over uh, longer-term use. Is this an ingredient that's becoming more in demand among today's consumers, among modern consumers, and why? Well, I think one, we're, we're starting to see it more in products that are out there. So consumers are starting to understand a little bit more about it. But also what we're finding is, is that while lots of groups are out there promoting these ingredients that enhance mood or focus or concentration or cognition and so forth, many of them are wrapped around dosages that are not able to be achieved for you know many of the functional mushrooms, for example, require a much larger dose than people are using in the dosing. So they're not seeing the benefit that they would derive, whereas when you get a cognizant-based product, one, there's the requirement to have a dose that matches their research, and thus you're actually getting that feeling. You're getting that function coming out of it, and that's why I think we're starting to see people switching to it and adding it to their products. 
I'm curious, are there any other natural ingredients that complement Cognizant in a beverage formulation? It can go in a number of different ways. You can put it into your standard pre-workouts to improve the overall function of a pre-workout where you've got your energy, maybe you've got your blood flow, you've got your pump that you're looking for, and then you complement it with a, you know, the focus factor, that concentration that helps you zero in and have a much better workout. But we're also seeing where I would complement it with things like some of those other functional so-called ingredients like mushrooms and a few other ingredients out there where it works so well. The wonderful thing about Cognizant is it works in every format, right? From capsules to powders to liquids. Its taste is just so easy to work with. It's incredibly soluble. It's just a very, very easy ingredient to work with. Easy to work with and easy to learn more about by going to Cognizant.com, C-O-G-N-I-Z-I-N.com. David, thank you so much for sitting down with me today. Thanks for all the information and I look forward to catching up again soon. It's an absolute pleasure. And again, thank you for having me.